if you're looking for some straight-up marketing advice that's super chilled and also a bit of a laugh, then grab yourself a drink and get ready for Marketing and Margaritas, a podcast that makes marketing entertaining. Brought to you by Rebel Nation, direct from regional Queensland. Hello and welcome to Marketing and Margaritas. Today we are talking marketing in the retail sector with Berta, the marketing manager from Mount Pleasant Centre. Thanks for joining us, Berta. Thanks for having me. Anytime. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. So obviously we just said about where you work and what you do there. Um, I guess, you know, yes, you're the marketing manager, but for Mount Pleasant Centre, what does that actually entail? Like what's what's some of the things that you do each week at the doing well already? (laughs) Yeah. Um, role is really varied. Um, so it's not only uh, looking at all of our retailers and making sure that uh, they're represented on our pages and website and that we're getting their name out there, um, but it's also creating events and experiences in the centre to get more people to come to us and, and enjoy themselves while they're there. Awesome. So it's like getting people in and then also representing what you have there out sort of thing. Exactly right. Yeah. Okay, cool. And so do you have any previous retail experience? Like did you come from the retail industry yourself? Um, So I didn't, um, except, you know, my first job was in retail, but that was a very long time ago. Uh, Um, (laughs) I think everyone at some stage should have a stint in retail. Retail or hospitality. Yeah, I think just to understand what it's like being on the other side of that kind of service industry, you know, and just how you treat people, etc. Like it's so, yeah, I yeah, think everyone customer do it. service. But I have like well over eighteen years of marketing experience, um, so yeah, not fresh off the boat. Um, but so, what you were doing before you were at Mount P? Uh, so I worked mostly in the financial services sector. Oh, okay. Um, as I well as that. yeah, as well as not for profit. I so, didn't think about it. I'm like, I didn't know that, did I? No, I didn't, no, you know, didn't that. know that. No. <laughs> Um, so, uh, yeah, if you can market financial services products, you can market anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, be so much less restrictions and stuff for you. Than, like financial services, you have to be so careful. My yeah. first post-grad job was a marketing assistant at a bank. Oh, yeah. um, and so they it was like they had their head office here and then we had like 40 other branches or whatever through the state and stuff sort of thing. But just everything. One of my first jobs was actually um, proofing and putting together their the FSG, like their financial services. Oh, like, gosh. Yeah. As yeah. a newbie marketing assistant, that's what – because obviously my marketing manager was like, oh, great, assistant. Oof, that's now for you to do. It was horrid. Yeah, of all the things to throw you in the deep end on. Yeah. I, I love her, though. But, yeah, I thought that was particularly difficult. Yeah, fun. Yeah, no, I never had to write an FSG or proof it, luckily, <laughs> but um, plenty of emails and – mailing lists and, you know, all that privacy stuff that you always got to be careful about in marketing in general. So, but yeah, it was good times. So how does it feel being in retail then? Oh, I love it so much. Yeah, that'd be so much fun, man. Like, I mean, I think you could, marketing anything, you can find the fun in it sort of thing. Like marketing is a fun profession. Absolutely. Overall sort of thing. But with retail, like your creativity and stuff like that, like there would just be so much more scope on what you can do. Absolutely. So much less restrictive. So, you know, and... I mean, Mackay being Mackay, you know, the type of people that we have here, you, it's trying to find that, uh, what they like, and, and you, you can't have the same thing here that you'd, say, have in Brisbane yeah. or, you know, or in Sydney. So, yeah, you yeah. know your market and what they're looking for, man. Absolutely. And you have so many seasonal trends that you can pick up on, and, and yeah. retail is a fun space to work in because it's always changing too. And, you, you and know, you know, you know what they have. 
Kmart. <laughs> Why do you think I asked for <laughs> I haven't been allowed to bring up Kmart for a long time, but I have legit reasons yeah, yeah, to bring up Kmart That's now. it. Yeah, we love Kmart. It's it's so much Everyone fun. Everyone loves Kmart. We went and film like film there because we do obviously videos for socials and things like that yeah. and um the people were like oh are you those like influencers from thing and i'm like no i just no. work in <laughs> just the but, i mean yeah person. yeah yeah total yeah. influencer here if i remember this phrase like <laughs> give me free name <laughs> if you want to give me a product so i'll yeah, like, go yeah, try it, sure. it but um no it's heaps of fun so and we get to have fun with it like i think the great thing about our center is we have a personality, right? So it's not, um, you know, when we're not stuck up, we're yeah. community centre and, you know, people have seen me dancing on, trying on different low shirts on our social media. So that's the kind of centre we are. Mm. I Because I actually grew up in Lachlan Street. So it's basically just down the street from Mount P. So when I was a kid, Mount P was like one level and it was our corner store. So, like, I would walk down to Mount P with, like, no shoes on after school and stuff like that. And then when it all got built up and we would, like, go across and mum would, like, crack shits at us because it was, like, a proper... I mean, she always kind of crack shits a little bit about the no shoes thing. Oh, yeah. Once it was, like, actually, like, a shopping centre sort of thing. But, yes, it was was just, like, the corner store, except it happened to be a shopping centre. It was great. We posted a picture of the centre back from 1981 and all these people had, like, the greatest memories of, you know, first jobs and, you know, dates and, like, weird things. I worked at Kmart. So there you go. Mm. So fond memories as well. Yes, fond memories. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. No, well, that's fantastic. So what we brought you in was not to reminisce, but... (laughs) We talk about Kmart. (laughs) (laughs) All right, thanks for joining (laughs) me. That's pretty much it. That's right. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Yeah, thanks. Well, can we just, like, PS retail marketing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks, thanks, ladies. Okay. Go for it. Okay, so retail marketing. What are your main goals? What do you focus on? It seems like you would have a lot being that you have such broad audiences and and stakeholders with Mount P Centre. So how do you do all that? I mean, ultimately, it's our retailers and driving sales. Yeah. Right. So driving traffic traffic into the centre and then, you know, converting that by creating great experiences to make them A, stay and B, come back. Yeah. Um, So that's kind of the main one. But it's also about community. Um, So our biggest thing is uh, supporting local charity groups. Mm-hmm. Um, and things that stay local, so differentiating us um, in that in that little way, while again making that another way for people to come in. Like we, you know, um, we had a pet adoption day, you know, so oh, to get okay. to get people to come into centre and yeah. help not only help the animals and the charity, but also helps pe- grab pe- get people into the centre. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that like when I think of Mount P, that brand to me is that more kind of. That community, family, sort of, it's not like slow paced isn't the word I'm thinking of, but it's more like relaxed. Relaxed. You know, it's more chill sort of thing. And I think too, because it's just like that big circle. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just really easy to, because you know, you go to some shopping centers and stuff and it's like, I have no fucking idea where I came in, let alone where to go out. To be fair, I still forget where I park all the time, which um, yeah. is just like a habit of mine in general. I'm like, was it that row or that row? And then oh, like, yeah. I've got like a red car, so like normally that helps a little bit. But 
It's a real problem. Oh, that's what Taryn used to be really good for. He always knew where the car was parked when he was little. I have a story that is not for, for today <laughs> about, about losing my car. So, yeah, it happens to all of us. <laughs> but, yeah, I just think, like, it's a really kind of chill, cruisy place to sort yeah. of, like, you still have all of your necessities and everything that you need there. Absolutely. Um, but at the same time, it's kind of, yeah, walking around there isn't sort of, I don't feel like I'm on a mission. No. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of the time when I go shopping, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go in, I'm going to get this, this, and I literally walk around with like my list and stuff. I'm like, this and this and this I'm doing, so I don't forget things and rah, rah, rah. Whereas Mount P to me is a little bit more of like a stroll. Yep. You know what I mean? Like I'm walking over there and, oh, I see this and stuff. And I'll be, oh, Kmart. Oh, I totally forgot about Kmart. Yeah. Okay, that's it. Yeah. Oh, I need something from there. Yeah. yeah. And that $7 fucking bookstore that is like half the time out front as well. Man, that shit is dangerous. Yeah. And then you come back and it's like $3 and you're like, well, now I really have to get more because you already bought some the first time. That's but it. Anyway, maybe yeah. that's just me as a consumer. That's, that's I'm very great, easy to sell to. That's the great thing about our space too is we have plenty of room for pop-ups. So you're not only supporting your Kmarts, you know, but you're also supporting like the local mum and dads. Those little ones yeah. and stuff. For, yeah. You know, for obviously a fraction of the price, they can't afford to I own a shop and fit it out because you know it's not cheap and that's um, the thing too though from like a marketing perspective as well is that you're potentially bringing in a whole different kind of you know um customer base there as well that absolutely. is you know getting to try out those different sorts of stores and I think it's those things as like people like to support their friend neighbor cousin whatever sort of thing as well so it's yeah. like they go, oh, yeah, I'll go over there because blah, blah is there and stuff. Yeah. So supporting those local people does kind of feed into, you know, those overall goals and stuff anyway. Absolutely. And I like that because I think that we have a lot of the similar goals, like, you know, for us kind of thing with Rebel. It's like, yes, we are definitely here to make money. It's a business. You know, I wish that the staff would just work for my good humour, but apparently <laughs> cracking at jokes isn't good enough. They need money and stuff as well. So... Making money is, like, really important, but at the same time, being able to do stuff for your community and be in a position to give back more and everything, Yeah, it's, you know, that actually is one of our goals as well. Like, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's not just feel good. It's, like, it's yeah. important. If you're getting, you should be giving, you know. And, and. <laughs> <laughs> P.S. It's live. <laughs> um, and little things, like, we do, we have a Containers for Change program. So, you know, what people may not know is every, all the cans and bottles are recycled and we then, um, when we have when we get to about $1,000, we give that to a local charity. Oh, that's awesome. That's um, so cool. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's little things like that. Like, you're right, it's, it's a business at the end of the day, but it's also about giving back. Um, and our landlords are very much about that, like giving back to our community and making sure... Um, people understand who we are and what we stand for and not every brand is like that like no. not every brand has to be community oriented but I know like to me that's part of and it's not just because I grew up down the street yeah but it is like Mount P is that more community kind of yeah. shopping center and stuff and like a friend of mine her and her mum have like their little book library thing at Mount P <gasps> oh, as well oh yeah Yes, mm, so right outside our office, yes. Yeah, so those kind of things, you know, like that's that's something that is diff difficult for them to get into other areas and stuff, whereas for Mount P, they've been really welcomed. So yeah, Absolutely. You know, and that's, a, yeah, again, it's just that community aspect. Yeah. So, okay, so your goals are obviously, like we said, about getting sales in and then getting that offering out. When you're working out your marketing strategy, what are those steps that you go through? Yeah, um, I think first and foremost, it's knowing our audience, right? Mm -hmm. So knowing who's coming to shop, 
who we want to come and shop. Um, and where those gaps maybe are, what customer base you're not potentially getting at the time. And how to, because again, I guess, yeah, you know, the size of Mount P, we're not going to have a million shops in there. Um, so we want to make sure we're catering for for as many people as we can. Um, so that's where the pop-ups and things like that come in, come into play. Yeah. It gives Um, you a little bit of variety and stuff like that as well. That's it. Um, and essentially, yeah, knowing what our, the first is, (laughs) <laughs> the second thing is is knowing our goal and working out how we're going to get there. So, yeah. you know, is it is it through a shop? Is it through an event? Is it through, you know, a multitude of, of different things? And, and it's just taking those steps to, to get to that end goal. So when you're trying to get different people in the store, are you trying to get everyone all at once yeah. or you're focusing on different, you've got different style events, you've got That's different themes, you've got different pop-ups. Like obviously any business goes, everyone's my audience. But we know that's not the case and you can't think that way all the time. So how do you get around that? I mean, for me, segmentation is, you know, is my favourite word. Yeah, like seasonally or dates-wise or like as part of the shops? Bit of both. So I guess like school holidays, right? You know that your audience is going to be kids, yeah. right? Mums with kids, grandparents with kids. They need something to do. They need something to Crazy, do, right? grimy little gross kids. <laughs> Get them out of the house. There's Let the shopping centre take care of it. stay out of the shopping centre during school holidays. School holidays. <laughs> Not your kids. Your kids are lovely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it, present company. For you. <laughs> um, so it's then going, okay, well, how do we get our message out to them? Yeah. Where are they likely going to see things? Is it posters in the shopping centre? Is it going to be on Facebook, Instagram? Um, is an e- email mail out going to be the way to, to contact them? Um, and then, yeah, just working out, okay, well, we know that our main audience comes from Facebook. Mm-hmm. So then we go, okay, we'll put some money behind some Facebook advertising um, and we'll um, segment you know, our target audience based on age or demographic um, and and sponsor the ads based on that way. Yeah, so it's like, okay, you're on this particular demo, so therefore these stores or these promotions or whatever are more likely to appeal to you. This ad is targeted towards these people with these. And that's why I think, like, when people think about strategy, like it sounds like this big daunting thing. Strategy just means thinking. You've just thought about it. And chances are it's stuff that you already know or you might instinctively do a lot of the time with your business. But when you actually just like think about it and write down that plan, again, what am I trying to achieve? Who are the people that I'm trying to appeal to? Where do they hang out? What appeals to them? And then bring it all together. That's yeah. literally what we do for marketing yeah. strategies. You know? and, and then again, using your data and then analyzing and stuff and going, okay, cool. So, you know, I've done these activities that's a great first step. But now I'm actually going back and going, oh, okay, I'm getting a lot of traffic from Facebook. Therefore, as well as my time, I'm also going to put some money behind it. Yeah. You know, I think because we get people come up to us and they're like, oh, should I do radio? Should I do, I need a Facebook page. Should we have an Insta store? All this kind of stuff. And it's like, that's not the starting point. Mm. Yeah. Take a few steps back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, little things like, you know, um, setting up a Google My Business you yeah. know, like claiming your space. We actually you know. just did a podcast on that recently. Yeah. I think that comes out this week, as in the week that this has been recorded. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> so, because, yeah, like little, you know, things like that. And it's and I think people have to understand, especially like your mums and dads, give it a try. Yeah. Like you, it may not be perfect first time around. It'll probably never be. What is ever perfect the first time? You know right. what I mean? If you get something and it's like 60% of the way there, 
Coolio, keep going. That's you know it. I mean? Keep tweaking and improving and stuff until you've got something that's like an amazing pipeline that just works for you. Yeah. Even after 19... Sorry, I get really passionate yeah. and I'm like, shut up, Jade. Yeah. It's not you. It's Berta. <laughs> no, it's, okay? all right. it's all right. It's all right. But that's the thing. Even after 19 years, I'm still learning. Yeah. You know that's what I mean? That's what's so cool so, about marketing. Yeah. There's always something new. space is changing Everything. all the time. Yeah. Facebook updates. Oh. Gotta love them. Oh, dude. <laughs> something was glitching today. We're trying to, like, do a Facebook ad proof for a client and the thing wouldn't, like, the link wouldn't show up or whatever. And so I just shut everything down and then opened again and then all the options were there. And it's just like, just why wasn't it there before? Yeah. Because Facebook. Because Facebook. Mm. Yeah. And let's change where to find what I'm looking for. Yeah. That's really fun when you're training people and you go to, and like, okay, and you click this. No, hold on a minute. It's moved. Give me two seconds. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, it's over here now. Okay, so over here. Oh, but look, your screen's got it totally different. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. You can find it. Here's my handy dandy assistant who's going to come over and help you while I keep going. <laughs> yeah. oh, dude, it's, um, yeah, you need to be quick on your toes when it comes to training. Yes. It's, and it, like I said, it's just changing all the time and you can, yeah. Just so keep, keep trying. What do you find at the moment is where, like, I know obviously Mount Pleasant Centre is, like, a big retail experience versus, like, someone who has a single store. Yeah. But in your experience for the store at the moment, like, what is working in retail marketing? Same principle still applies, I think, just on a smaller scale. Yeah. Um, I think digital is the way to go for majority. Yeah. yeah. Um, the bang for your buck that you get on that versus other channels not that i'm knocking any other channels that's Sorry. the same thing we always sound like we're bagging out like <laughs> yeah other really things, it's like no because we still use all of those things yes. where they fit in, in we just happen to yes. love yeah. digital because yeah. it's like oh look at all this data i have look at the leads i can collect without having to do anything you that's know what right I mean? it's just so much it, easier it's it's a lot easier to qualify mm. and quantify you know, when you're reporting to someone, like I guess if you if it's your own business, you're not necessarily reporting to anyone except yourself. You're reporting right? to yourself. That's it. But you are still checking <laughs> your it. analytics. Check. Everyone <laughs> checks their analytics all the time. That, I am no doubt. And if they're not, they should be. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's and it's hard. You know, I think too with digital, the greatest thing is it's so um, you can change it. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it in my game, things that change. Instantly, all the time yeah. mm-hmm. like I have an event next minute sold out all of a sudden I need to change all my messaging yeah if I if it's a print ad well what do I do mm. like it's it's six weeks later that it goes to print and all of a sudden that information so true man like PS our head office just said we've got this big sale happening this weekend oh great like how else are you going to get it out there super quick like how yeah. else are you going to get it out that afternoon yeah you know like we have people come to us and they're like because they're so used to traditional advertising and they're like okay, um, you know, we're trying to hire for this role and stuff like that and how soon do you need the stuff and how soon can we get it? And I said, look, if I had nothing else on in the afternoon, if you give the stuff to me, I'd do it for you that afternoon. Like mm-hmm. I never don't have anything on in the yeah. afternoon, but yeah. like, that's literally just how quick it is. Yeah. It's instant, yeah, which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, and that's... if you need to change something, yeah. again, it's not like, you know, like if it was a TV ad, you need to stop the airtime. Or a print ad. I've literally had a newspaper in front of me and a client on the phone going, my ad's wrong, I need you to change it. And they're looking at it on the other end of the phone. And I'm going... I've had that too. Um, like, how do you think this is going to happen? Yeah, 
like, yeah. do I need to go collect 32,000 print publications for the week? Like, I'm sorry, you missed the boat. Yeah. And that's the <laughs> we thing. We get that at rep. Oh, my God. Oh, so yeah. funny. Or you go, oh, no, there's a typo. Yeah. Bugger. Yeah, people would <laughs> be asking, is there anything we can do about it? And it's like, well, do you see how it's sitting right in front of you? Yeah. Everyone it's, else everyone has, it has the same thing. Everyone has liquid paper it for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> can everyone contact me that has yeah. this? I'm just going to come around in liquid paper and rewrite yeah like this price is wrong and like so that's I think that's the thing about digital if you're like oh bugger I've put you know a nine instead of a five I'll just quickly go in two seconds to change that and it's done yeah or like you You said something's now sold out cool that five hundred dollars I put on for a month on that ad I can turn that off early and that money's still mine you know there's not a (laughs) what please pause my ad (laughs) but it is it's just so much less excess and everything yeah. in that way too and I yeah. think you know obviously digital marketing like you can hire people to do digital marketing for you but there's so much that people can do themselves too you know yeah. what I mean like I just think it's accessible too. it's so accessible I know people I in digital. in yeah I love digital I know people in the center who you know are learning like learning how to do it you know and they're you know a small business um, who have their one store and that's their entire world and, you know, mm-hmm. just teaching them like little steps of, well, have you tried this and how about you try this and do you know that you can get a whole new audience by doing this? Yeah. And, and, and when it's it. your own business, there's already so much to do and think about. Like oh, that is yeah. a lot. Yeah. And like I always say, like, oh, you know, try this, see how it works, test, like tweak it, et cetera, like that. But I get that that it can be a lot when you're also doing 50 million other things because I'm the same. Like don't look at our marketing. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's anything. I know Hayley posts on our socials now, oh, but, like, other than that, like, it would, you know, it just doesn't happen otherwise. Yep. But, yeah, like, I, you know, it, it is easy to go back and check things and review and, and improve it, but, again, having that time can be difficult sort of thing too. Yep. So I do get that. But, yeah, the opportunities there. So you said at the moment Facebook is kind of like... Facebook's our main where we find we get the most traction. Mm-hmm. Are um, you on other platforms? Uh, Instagram. Yeah. Um, and just Google. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Um, oh, so there's no Mount P YouTube yet? <laughs> no one We're not getting you on TikTok? No. No. I've done my one dancing video for, <laughs> for the centre and that about it. But um, I've reached my quota. It was one. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't, like, for us at the moment, mm-hmm. it's not necessary. Yeah. It's not yeah. our target audience. I love actually hearing that from someone rather mm-hmm. than going, oh, we're going to be here and we're going to do this and we're going to try that. Oh, it's it really great. should be on. I've been hearing everyone's been doing that. It's yeah. great to try things, but you, there's no should be anywhere. No. It's what works for you and working that out. And, and that's the thing, if it's working really well and you guys are focusing on it, putting out time and effort and energy into it, that's going to get you way better return than spreading because you're still only you. Yeah, that's spreading it. Spreading yourself across and going, okay, now we're trying to do this and this and this. It just dilutes it. I and think. then, yeah, exactly. You're taking your focus off what you know was already working as well. And there's nothing wrong with just because Facebook is like, you know, a super traditional, which sounds weird in the world. Yeah. Of so making me feel so old right now, Jay. I'm but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. they're the most traditional ones. But as far as, you know, Australia goes, it's got the highest penetration. As far as regional areas go, it's by far that, you know, yeah. not only the amount of people, but the amount of time they spend on there, the amount of time they check in. And you your know. audience age bracket, like all of those things taken into consideration. That's exactly right. That's rather a great than space for you. Yeah, rather than kind of going, okay, I'm going to go on TikTok. Well, why? Yeah. Mm. You know, and, and it's not only the time, but it's the cost of producing videos and not just putting something on there for the sake of putting it on there. It has to be quality content. Ugh. 
Just preach into the choir. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. Yeah. She's so vibing with you right yeah. now. <laughs> but, I, yeah, I, I'm not a believer of doing things for the sake of doing it. It has to be, there has to be a reason. And that's pretty much what we preach as well. It's like there always needs to be a purpose behind something. Like trying something out is still a purpose. It yeah. still has a meaning. It's whatever like that. But yeah. just doing something because you think you should or because someone Because old mate down the road is doing it. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, you know, and I think, you know, for example, with TikTok, it's like people are like, oh, you can get so much reach and so much engagement and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but is it your audience? Are you just pandering to your ego? Or are you actually doing something that's going to drive business? Because, again, like, running a business is super fun and you can do a lot of things and it's really creative and that sort of stuff. But at the end of the day, you do have to, like, pay people. Even if it's just paying yourself, like, getting money in the door is kind of, like, one of the main reasons why we're yeah. in a trade sort of thing. And, honestly, most people who run a business, are they likely to be able to produce their own TikToks and, like, professionally? If they wanted to. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's not the easiest, right? And is that the thing to learn and get good at? You know, if your audience isn't there, if you're reaching 50 million people in Asia and you're a local store, like it's just, yeah. it's just pointless sort of thing. And I That's think right. people get caught up in those vanity metrics and stuff. And yeah. it's like, it's like when people buy likes, you know what I mean? And you're just like, dude, you're doing Why? yourself an actual disservice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if I go to your page and I see that you have 10,000 likes and the only person who's interacted with your content is you for like the past week. That looks even more Worse. pathetic. Correct. <laughs> yeah. And it's, Not and that it's, I'm thinking of anyone in particular right now. <laughs> you know who I'm thinking of. But geez, it's interaction. It's, it's ongoing interactions. It's not having a number that just sits there and go, oh, wow, they must be popular. It's like, no, we'll look at each post and go, oh, hang on, there's only one like on every post. Like, what? So yeah. are you actually and the conversations reaching? that it generates too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we, were, we had an Insta conversation with someone the other day about some oh we got a workshop on at the moment and they couldn't make it so we talked about training and stuff so like that post she didn't comment or like it or anything like that but she had message behind the scenes and we've made a like she's now signed on for three different training sessions with us yeah you know what I mean so it's like that brought in business through one Instagram post but it's because we've been posting stuff and she's been we've been posting Haley's been posting <laughs> and she's been following it and stuff. That brought in business. That's what matters, not the fact of you have X amount of people following you. It's how many people are actually engaging with you and buying from you exactly. or considering buying from you. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, you know, that the amount of people, like I don't know about you guys, but I'll scroll and I won't necessarily like oh, every single yeah. post, you know. Yeah. Sometimes I, like, exclusively try to do that on a scroll. I'm like, right, I haven't been engaging with anyone for a moment. And I, and I realise, like, people have dropped out or businesses have dropped out of my algorithms. I'm like, where is that? And yeah. so I'll go back and start liking stuff. I'm like, stay in my feed. My yeah. most annoying one is council. So, like, we've all worked at council. Um, so I was, like, when I was at council. I never saw it. I, I worked saw, social medias. When I was at council, I had it in my feed all of the time. Yeah. I left council. It dropped out of my feed. Every now and then, I go to the council page and purposely interact with stuff. Yeah. I might see something once a month. And I know they post, like, like a five to seven a day. times a day. Yeah. For some reason, Facebook's just like, I don't care, Jade, that you're interested in them. You just, you did left. Yeah. And that's that's all you get. Yeah, that's no. it. They've wiped their hair. Basically, <laughs> I'm like, well, as a business, I think it's useful to know where, like, to know what the council is doing and stuff yeah. because it could be things if that we could leverage for our clients. 
but I don't know what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. actually have to like make more of an effort and that's what Facebook is for is to bring stuff to me look I think we easier. just need to email Facebook and tell them what we want and when we want it yeah. change the <laughs> algorithm again <laughs> speaking of things that are annoying so yes. what's not working at the moment in retail or is there anything that you guys used to do that you don't do anymore because you know traction dropped off or yeah. anything like that um so we used to do print Mm-hmm. Um, back in the day. As in your own magazine or you advertise? As advertise press, in yeah. local um, publications. But it's just too hard. Like like I said, you know. For how quickly your stuff how, changes yeah. and those deadlines and stuff. You know, we need to have something, you know, six to ten weeks out yeah. of a thing and that's not always possible. Yeah. And then, like I said, like say, for example, I advertised a Halloween event well, someone's going, oh, awesome, and try and look it up and, yeah. and oh, sold out. Oh. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and, and so that's wasted. But it's also, I suppose, potentially damaging the brand then too right. if it's like, oh, I saw this advertised, oh, they're sold out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's a little Why bit of negativity there sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. Because people don't know. Yeah. They have no idea what is happening behind the scenes there and how long ago that was and all that kind of stuff. Right. They don't yet yeah, don't realise that lead times are as long as they are. Yeah, why would they even advertise it still if it's not on? Right. I've heard people literally say that and I'm just like, you do realise, like, no, they don't realise. No, Sorry, they don't. I need to get off my soapbox. And then for me too, you can't quantify print and someone can't, and it's ease of use, right? Yeah. So you see something online, click for yeah. more information mm-hmm. and Book they're there, tickets, right? Done. Print, oh, www, you know, like... Mm. And then people go, oh, too hard. Yeah. And, and you can't put a bit.ly link on a, you know, on a print ad because that just looks weird. We've got your QR <laughs> codes now. Like, we are kind of used to scanning and stuff like that yeah. as well. Yeah. It's only taken us, what, like a decade to get used to. <laughs> if, um, COVID, because of COVID. If COVID hadn't happened, exactly. it would have died in the ass. Yeah. Like, well, it was dying it in was the ass. It was dead. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Whereas it has made it revive. I saw an email the other day with the QR code in it. Yeah. And I'm like, you realise I'm looking at the email on my phone. Yeah. I can't scan the QR code with my phone when I'm looking at the email on my phone. Like, where do you think your traffic is coming from, people? Yeah. Sorry. That's in an email. Yeah, that's weird. I know. Okay. It was sure. funny. Did you reply to them for some feedback? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would have done the same thing. <laughs> I'm so tall, though. Hey, did um, you know? <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, so that's that we kind of have moved away purely because, yeah, between cost and feasibility, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I think sometimes with those traditional mediums too, it's sort of like the audience there is definitely not of what it was, say, 10 years ago, but the prices haven't reflected that either. No. You know what I mean? So it's still the same cost to place ads in yeah. different places. Well, if anything, it's still, the same it costs more to do with that kind of material now for yeah. them, so it's understandable. That they're yeah, keeping yeah. it the same. Yeah, yeah, it's just that for the advertiser, they're not getting the same no. bang for their buck and they can people s- are streaming or yeah. scrolling and whatever instead of actually physically going out and grabbing something or yeah. turning on free day. And they can say, you know, well, we print 32,000 copies, but is it likely that 32,000 people... A, have picked that up, B, yeah. have seen your ad, and how many of those are actually going to then do something About with it, it yeah. right? Whereas the, at least with digital, you can quantify it. You can go, okay, well, I can see that 50 people clicked on that link, you know, or, oh, okay, I need to, you know, do something else. You need to tweak and work on it. Yeah. Awesome. 
Alrighty, well that's some awesome tips we've got from you today on retail marketing. Did you have anything else before we wrap it up? I actually have one question that kind of just came up. Like I know we're talking about how you differentiate yourself, etc. But I think the the step before that is figuring out what your point of difference is. And I think that that's something that a lot of people struggle with mm -hmm. in that, you know how we were saying before about how people think, oh, everyone's my audience. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think part of that comes from actually not knowing what your value is to, to people. Yeah, I think that's kind of the first thing you figure out is your value proposition. Yeah. You know, so for you, like what is that process or how do you guys help identify what what is your point of difference in yeah. the market? I mean, we our key thing is not trying to compete with every other shopping centre in Australia. Yeah. Right? We're never going to and we don't want to. Um, and so it's realising that, okay, who is my audience? Number one, who is my audience? Who do I want here? Um, you know, who is going to get the most value out of my business and therefore you know, I'll get value out of them and in and terms of repeat. they're looking for? You yeah. know, like I think that's that point of differentiation is going different people look for different things. Yeah. So this is the audience that you're chasing. That's right. What and, is it that they want? And I think that works on a smaller scale too. Yeah. So, you know, your mum and dad isn't going to compete with your large multinational organisation. And so it's understanding that and going, okay, well, how can I um, differentiate myself from someone up the road um, and make that message, and it's about the consistency in messaging, right? Yeah, so it's not I'm only saying, saying it once, you know, what's the old marketing rule? They'll see it three times until they it sinks in type thing. Um, yeah, I think the latest Google research was like it takes, oh, shit, now I can't remember. It was either like 11 or 17, which is a big Oh, disparity. gosh. <laughs> it used to be three. What's going on? amount of touch points because we... We're so saturated with information these days. I was going to say the amount of so data good. that we used to consume might be like, you know, a TV ad, a press ad, a radio, like, you know, well, a billboard. See, whereas now we're basically being fed information as soon as we wake up and yeah. uh, check, like, turn our alarm off. Things right. are literally flashing at us for yeah. attention. Yeah, so that's days. why it's more touch points because we have more to filter through yeah. Yeah. pretty much. Exactly. Mm. And so, yeah, having that consistent messaging, eventually it'll sink in. Oh, that's right. Or, you know, I need, oh, that's right, I remember seeing something. And, yeah. And, yeah, that's how you get them. Or you um, just put up Kmart everywhere. <laughs> Kmart is here. Yeah. There are on the other sign. shops at Mount Pedade. Yeah. There are other we, shops at Mount we, we do have like 70 specialty retailers, but yes, really? Kmart. Yeah. <laughs> but I love what you said about like um, in layman's terms, not focusing on your competitors, like not trying to be someone else. You're yeah, being authentic to yourself. Play your own game, too, yeah. man. Like it's so much more fun just focusing on your own shit rather and, than and trying what to you be can do better, better for yourself. Than yeah, that's yeah. right. Because otherwise, you're just going to bash your head against a brick wall and well, and get frustrated. Enough. Yeah, and you and you'll never feel that you're doing the right thing because that's it. you're making the game about them. Yeah, you know what I mean. If you're following someone else and seeing what they do and then trying to replicate it, it yeah, yeah. yeah. and then whatever, whereas going, oh, our audience is really responding to this. Let's do more of that. Oh, maybe we could do this and they might like it too because yeah. it's like, you know, it's definitely yeah, two tunnels so people much. can go down yeah. with yeah. business and I like the one that you guys are heading to. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so if you had one wrap-up tip for us to take away for us to all remember or that you've been bashing on about already, yes. now's the time to drive it home. What have you got? Um, bleh. <laughs> run your own race yeah mm -hmm. you know do do what is going to be best for your business don't worry about anyone else
Yeah. yeah. So sit down, have that strategy, work out what that is, yeah. and then hone in on those goals. Exactly right. Fabulous. Amen. Love it. Thanks. Thanks awesome. so much for doing this, Thanks Bird. For I really appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having me. It's been great. Awesome. Was it as bad as you thought it would be? It was actually a lot easier yeah. than I, I thought. So, so yeah. yeah, I didn't have to check my notes a thousand times. <laughs> and that's the thing I find, like, I more look at my notes to make sure I don't forget anything. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like, you actually do know what you're talking about, so it's not like you need to read it. <laughs> no, no. But, you know, every now and then you're right. It's like, oh, did I mention that one thing that I really wanted to mention? Yeah, yes, I did. I think you did very well. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us, Bada. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of Marketing and Margaritas. Find more free marketing tips, tricks and laughs at rebelnation.com.au.